We'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for uh, February 22nd, 2015. This is a quote by Marcus Tullius Cicero. I, I know he wasn't a Christian, but it's very true what this uh, Roman philosopher said. Uh, a nation can survive its fools and even ambitious, but it cannot survive treason from within. Now, this is, if we don't have treason from within with this country, I, then there's never been an example of it ever. Because it is so, and we're going to cover, that's kind of the theme for this whole teaching today. Documenting the treason from within, particularly from Obama, the Obama administration. And, and not to say that, that all the those devils at the top of the food chain aren't in on it, but um, anyway. He goes on to say, An enemy at the gates is less formidable, for he is known and carries his banner openly. But the traitor moves amongst those within the gate freely. His sly whispers rustling through all the alleys, heard in the very halls of government itself. For the traitor appears not a traitor. He speaks in accents similar to his victims. And he wears their face and their arguments. He appeals to the baseness that lies deep in the hearts of all men. And again, Obama's uh, baseness, uh, de depravity, essentially. Obama being the most, by far, liberal, pro-abortion, pro-sodomy, pro-evil president that we have ever had, by far. Okay, so he is appealing to the baseness, this, this depravity that lies deep in the hearts um, of men. And then it goes on to say, he rots the soul of a nation. Boys, he... Now, I understand he's a puppet on a string, okay? But he is the puppet that, the, that Satan has used in order to accomplish this, uh, at least in this at current administration. I'm not saying not giving Bush a pass or any of the other ones before him. Uh, but as far as the acceleration, uh, the, I don't think we could compare him to anyone as, as far as what's been accomplished in these, in these years since he's been in office. So he rots the soul of a nation. He works secretly and unknown in the night to undermine the pillars of the city. He infects the body politic so that it can no longer resist. A murderer is less to fear. End of quote. Um, and then it reminded me of this Bible verse, Psalm 94.20. Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, which frameth, meaning the throne of iniquity or sin, is framing mischief by a law. And this is what is being done every day. Every time you turn around, they're passing some new whatever executive order. Congress is doing something. or And it's it's a lot of it's being done under... Our noses, a lot of it's being done under the radar, but they're framing, like they frame the Constitution, they're framing mischief by a law. They're framing this evil by all of these laws that they're enacting. The one lady, Dr. Uh, Sherry Tenpenny, she talks about that they've got 200 vaccines in the pipeline that they want to impose, and they want to impose them on adults and children. I mean, it, it's just, it's... Satan will never have enough. He'll never be satisfied. Okay? And things are being ramped up in 2015 at a pace I've never seen. It's it's almost like 
I don't know whether we're just that near what they're going to implement that they're getting so in your face, so out of control that it's almost like they don't care anymore at all. They don't care who sees what they're doing. Yes, they're still going to lie okay, about what their intentions are, but you know, actions speak louder than words. And I've, I've never seen anything so so flagrant, so bold, so arrogant with, with what they're trying to uh, impose. And this is what we're going to be talking about in this teaching. So let's go further here. First report, ISIS leader admits we are being funded by the Obama administration. An ISIS leader named Yosef al-Salafi in Pakistan has admitted that ISIS is being funded by the United States and thus the Obama administration. Now, we've documented this over and over, but here we got somebody in ISIS, a high-level guy, admitting it. This came from a statement done by the Pakistani government, which interrogated Yosef and received this information from him. One source said that al-Salifi confessed that he and another ally, uh, said to be an imam, an Islamic imam, was getting paid by the U.S. to recruit youths to join ISIS for $600 per recruit. Now... For people in third world countries that were maybe on the fence about joining ISIS, this six hundred dollars could could mean you know obviously mean the difference between them joining and them not joining. They're doing this to obviously sweeten the pot, and and it's ironic because this week there was a report that came out that that is entitled Obama State Department says it was one of his talking heads in the State Department. And she said, we can't stop the Islamic State by killing them. They need jobs. So see, this is the whole problem. We haven't given ISIS jobs. Well, yeah, we are. We're paying them 600 bucks a recruit. So actually, that's not even true. We are giving them jobs. We're, we're incentivizing them to come and, and um, just be pure vessels of Satan and do nothing but evil on the planet. 600 bucks a pop. You know, money talks. So there was a report done on this. I'm going to go ahead and play this. It's not very long. But unfortunately, it has not been able to stop the funding of these organizations, which is being routed through the U.S. This report raises so many questions. First of all, is al-Salafi telling the truth? If he is, does this make U.S. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. We, I started in the middle there. Um, this is RT, Russia Today. And it's entitled ISIS leader, we are being funded by the United States. It's kind of a little bit redundant what we just covered, but it's a little bit more of, of a dimension that they're going to talk about. Intelligence officials in Pakistan say a local commander from the terrorist network Islamic State has admitted receiving funds transferred via the U.S. He made the confession while being interrogated. Artis Ganeshchikan has the story. The Pakistani police arrested an ISIS commander, Yusuf al-Salafi, and sources told Pakistan's Express Tribune that the commander confessed to receiving funds routed through the United States to recruit young people to fight in Syria. Al-Salafi reportedly said he received around $600 for every recruit he sent to Syria and that he was working with the support of an imam. The paper quotes one source saying, the U.S. has been condemning the Islamic State activities, but unfortunately has not been able to stop the funding of these organizations, which is being routed through the U.S. This report raises so many questions. First of all, is al-Salafi telling the truth? If he is, does this make U.S. banks complicit in funding terrorists? And another one. Well, yeah, he's telling the truth, and we've proven it. 
that's been proven a ton of different ways. I mean, ways that have been openly admitted um, by the government that they're being that they're funding ISIS. We talked about this when, at their very very inception. They were the reason that ISIS got off the ground in the first place. Were U.S. authorities aware of this? It's no secret that he just. A little over a year ago, fighting ISIS was not a priority for the U.S. Washington was focused on trying to remove Bashar Assad from power. We now hear that President Obama will ask Congress for $5.3 billion to equip and train Iraqi soldiers and quote-unquote moderate Syrian rebels. So only $5.3 more billion for training these Syrian Islamic rebels that most of them end up converting to ISIS? Um, radical Islam, it, it, like they probably were to begin with, it's just one of those things where they go in there and they maybe play nice for a little bit and say they're going to do this even though we know they're not. Yeah, give them another $5.3 you know, to, to so they can go and kill more Christians and more innocent people or more people that aren't Islamic or, or maybe the people that are Islamic but aren't hardcore enough. Yeah, that's, that's the fruit of, of Obama right there. To fight the Islamic State militants. Over the past few years, Washington has been much criticized for not having a good idea about who exactly is doing the fighting on the side of the opposition in Syria. And many are now concerned that some part of this new package of funding and weapons could end up in the hands of ISIS. So that's that's that particular report. Um, <laughs> just beyond comprehension. So let's go further with this This thought process. The Obama administration funding ISIS should not surprise us. Let's not forget that the Obama administration has refused to back Egypt in its destruction of ISIS um, and is working with Turkey, which is one of the main backers of ISIS. I mean, they're they're vested in this. They, they are, they are, they, they can say they're bombing ISIS and doing all this stuff all day long, but they're, it's a Hegelian dialectic. They're, they're, they're trying to control both sides of the narrative. Okay. Uh, they're funding them on one hand and then supposedly attacking them on the other so that they can look like the good guys. Um, all the while they're being used essentially by Satan to do his bidding, which what's really near and dear to Satan's heart is killing Christians, you know, and spreading mayhem and doing evil. But killing Christians is, a, is at the top of his list. Um, <clears throat> let us also not forget that the USA supports the uh, FSA and is working to continue to fund and train jihadists in Syria to overthrow the Assad regime, an action that will only allow the Islamists and ultimately Turkey to dominate the Middle East. And again, then there was another report this week that was entitled, Saudis send violent prison criminals to fill the ranks of ISIS, sand pirates in Syria. Now remember, the Imam said that he was getting 600 bucks um, per recruit from the United States to go into ISIS. Well, here we've got we've got a little insight into who are the type of people that are being sent to fill the ranks of ISIS. The 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 Saudis are sending violent prison criminals to fill the ranks of ISIS. Who who else better? You know? And and you and you wonder how they can do all these barbaric acts. Well, if you've already got, you know, vessels of Satan, demon-possessed vessels of Satan who are who are filling the ranks of ISIS, this is this is right up their alley. You know, they're loving this. So, going further, the world truly is ruled by the devil and all of his demons are possessing the most powerful people in the world. And while they make us think that they are doing the right thing, they're in reality supporting the epitome of all evil. From psych psychiatric drugs, is Islamic terrorists, the slaughter of innocent infants, to the homosexual agenda, the evils that we see in front of our eyes are being empowered um, 
by wicked men embellished with uh, suits and smiles. We think that the Islamic terrorists are the only evil, but the truth remains that most of the demonic people, um, well, I don't want to say most of them, but the, the most, oh, the most demonic people are the ones behind the curtain of destruction. People like Obama and the Illuminati and these types. Directing the scenes of perdition while going before cameras with sharp grins and hand waves and a lofty podium. And they are in power only because the masses allow them to be in power. Well, again, the voting process is rigged. You know, they're in, they're in power because, you know, granted, God's letting this happen. It's, it's a sign of the end times. But Satan has installed them where they're at, essentially. They're, they're doing his bidding. Let us always keep in mind that George Bush... Um, it was George Bush that removed Saddam Hussein, who was suppressing the jihadists and protecting the Christians. Uh, okay, that's his take on it. That's Walid Shubat, and I don't openly endorse him. There's red flags there, uh, if you ask me. Uh, I've documented some of this stuff, but um, this is a good report that, that he put out here. And he's saying that Saddam Hussein was uh, suppressing the jihadists and protecting the Christians. And, and, and granted, I wouldn't have a problem believing it at all, considering we went after him. I mean, we don't want, we want, the, our government has proven over and over in the Middle East that they're trying to unleash wickedness over there. They're doing the best to install the most radical Islamic regimes that they can get in there to do the maximum amount of damage, to kill the maximum amount of Christians, then ultimately to descend, uh, I believe, on Israel, which is where their ultimate goal will be, to wipe out Israel. Okay, so um, they set the uh, George Bush removed Saddam Hussein, who was suppressing the jihadists and protecting the Christians, and all that did was set the stage for these Islamists to evade the Middle East. And from such chaos and disorder, ISIS was formed. The fact remains the American government is aiding in the persecution of Christians in the Middle East because at the end of the day, that is the ultimate goal of the jihadists, destroy Christianity and, and the Jews, I mean, in Israel. The ISIS commander was in Pakistan, which means he was working to form a full Sharia state uh, in that country, which would only lead to systematic slaughter of the Christian population. Okay, so that's what's really near and dear to Satan's heart. Next report, which confirms this and goes a little bit further. U.S.-Turkey signed deal to arm Islamic death squads in Syria. According to a Turkish foreign ministry undersecretary, and the U.S. Embassy in Ankara, the United States and Turkey have officially signed an agreement that would see the training and the equipping of phantom moderate Syrian rebels wreaking havoc on the Syrian people. The deal was signed Thursday evening by Turkish Foreign Ministry Undersecretary and U.S. Ambassador John Bass. The U.S. administration has been crowing for some time about a plan to train about 5,000 fighters per year for three years to fight against Assad in Syria. And this agreement seems to be the public accumulation of this specific plan. This assault on the Syrian government is, of course, being presented as an attempt to fight ISIS. The U.S. military is also stating that it has plans to send 400 troops as well as special operations personnel to train these death squad fighters. So just like we did before, we, we train ISIS in its in its infancy, and you know, and uh, now we're going to do the same thing with them. The United States and NATO have been promoting the false notion there there is such a thing as a moderate rebel inside Syria. 
since the crisis came to a head in 2010, where the collective intelligence agencies of NATO countries in Israel began funding, organizing, training, arming, and directing Islamic extremists to overthrow the secular government of Bashar al-Assad. Um, ironically, this new agreement comes almost immediately after the United Nations and its NATO wing have publicly called for a ceasefire and truce in Aleppo. Of course, it is important to note that the calls for a truce have come in earnest after the Syrian military has surrounded the city and is poised to retake it. The plan would involve a six-week truce and the halting of aerial bombardment and artillery shelling in Aleppo in all quarters of the city. However, it is worth noting that the peace deal benefits only the Islamic extremist, extremist death squad fighters funded by the West and operating on the ground inside the country, particularly those fighting in Aleppo. For instance, the proposal seeks to end all aerial bombardment and artillery shelling of all quarters of the city, uh, and this handcuffs handcuffs that affect the Syrian military much more than the death squads, the Islamic death squads, since the jihadists have no air force by which to bombard the city. With the encirclement of the city by the Syrian military, the terrorist-held areas of the city are now being decidedly in a defensive position, so this will only benefit the Islamic Western-backed death squads. Okay, so again, what they're doing is their boys that they funded the West, the Obama administration, and NATO, and these, the, 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 the ISIS rebels who we've funded, trained, funded, the whole nine yards, they're in a bad spot here in uh, Aleppo. They're surrounded by the Syrian military. So NATO comes along and says, no, we want, we want a truce now. We want a truce. Why? Well, because they want to protect their investment. They don't want them all wiped out. I mean, they're paying 600 bucks a head. It costs a lot to train them and to fund them. Obama wants to put another 4.5.4 billion into this. So we don't want to kill the Islamic jihadists. We want to let them go and kill way more people. Okay. So in order to do that, we'll have a ceasefire. That's what's going on here. This is how sick things are. Few can deny um, that the, this proposed truce is a very convenient in its timing from the point of view of the NATO strateg strategists. It is curious because talks of truces were completely absent just as recently as 2011 when both organizations, the UN and NATO, backed hordes of terrorists sweeping across Libya, committing abhorrent atrocities, including systematic genocidal extermination of Libya's black communities. Oh, they didn't want a truce then. I'd kill them all. As long, as long as they're able to kill. We want our wicked, evil, devil ISIS troops able to kill unfettered. We don't want anybody buddy stopping them. They're doing Satan's work. So don't you dare. No, we're going to have ceasefires and we're going to protect them. Okay, wherever we can. Indeed, NATO and the UN peace treaties only seem to appear when the NATO terrorist proxies encounter serious trouble on the battlefield. The United Nations peace plan is thus nothing more than an attempt to buy some time for the Western-backed jihadists to regroup, resupply, and re-strategize in hopes that some other convenient event will take place in Syria that will break the encirclement in the meantime so that they can break out and get out of, uh, of Aleppo and they can get out and kill, go on their killing merry way, their merry band of, of, of mass murderers. This is how sick... And yet, you'll go on TV and say, we're trying to get funding to go to war with, with ISIS, and, and we, need to, we need to have a full-on. When we're the ones, when our government is the primary one funding them, 
and equipping them. Regardless, it is clear to all who have even the slightest critical faculties left that ceasefires are only reserved for the allies of NATO and U.S. imperialism. The United States and Turkey, as well as the whole the whole of NATO are suggesting that Assad stop firing at foreign-backed extremists who have unleashed hell on earth upon his country, at the same time openly declaring their intent to recruit, arm, and train these very same terrorists. I mean, this is just total, total insanity. I used to believe this country was exceptionally great, but now when I look at it, I see strong communistic tendencies, a dictatorial power-hungry Muslim president, and he is Muslim all the way, the destruction of our freedom, ramped backing of ISIS terrorists, and much, much more. Perhaps most unsettling is the fact that while these forces gather strength, most Americans seem unable to grasp the magnitude of the challenges that face us. Truth be told, many have become accustomed to the apathetic mentality. If it doesn't affect them directly, then they ignore it. This is a huge problem that has led to most of the issues we have in our country today. The Islamic religion is the world's fastest growing religion, and according to the most recent Pew report on Muslim demographics, there are approximately 1.6 billion Muslims worldwide, which means 24% of the world's population practice Islam. That's about one out of every four people on the planet. The, the, pers the, the person writing this went on to say, and I know that most of them are, are peaceful. Don't you understand by just saying that you're duped? Look up the term stealth jihad. The people that are supposedly peaceful, and I'm not saying some of them aren't, but listen, they're apostate Muslims then, if they're peaceful. A true Muslim, one that is being true to the faith, is supposed to kill and slay the infidel as the Quran and their other unholy writings say. Okay, they're supposed to genitally, genitally mutilate their little girls and treat their women like garbage and kill the infidel and kill the Jew and drive them into the sea. That is what a good Muslim does. And if they do that, they'll, they'll have their 72 virgins and white-skinned boys when they get to paradise if they blow up a whole bunch of Jews and Christians and behead and kill them. Okay, that's fine. That's what a good Muslim does. So I don't want to hear this stuff about how 80% of them are good. No, they're not. A lot of them know exactly what they're doing, and it's called stealth jihad, and they get into the countries, and it's in their doctrines, and what they're trying to do is they're playing Mr. Nice Guy until they get enough numbers, and then their teeth start showing. And then they, and even if they were on the fence at that point, they're going to start playing ball. They're going to start playing ball real quick. Or they'll get killed. So I really don't want to hear about how there's all these wonderful Muslims out there. And 80% of them are good. No, they're not. No, they're not. Stealth jihad. It's all by design. It's called infiltration. And they're seeking to destroy these countries from within. So that's, that's how that all works. And they'll be killed too if they don't get on board. Guaranteed. And they know that. They know that. So... I don't I don't buy into that at all. I don't give them I don't give them a pass. I don't. Next report. White House summit on violent extremism opens with Muslim prayer. So Obama, there's there's been all of this these, you know, obviously violent extremism. I mean the one hundred percent of it just about's all Islam. Okay. 
Got the Charlie Hebdo and all this stuff. So Obama and the White House, they have this summit on violent extremism, and they open with Muslim prayer. No other faiths are represented. I mean, talk about, you know, if you could have Obama and he's just consistently kicking America in its teeth. You know? I mean, it shows a picture of this imam who did this prayer. I mean, I mean the, the guy looks like he's just such a demon-possessed vessel of Satan. I, I don't even know. He's so evil-looking. The, these imams, it, it just seems like they can't help but just the demons are so flowing out of them that they can't they can't not look beyond you. You ever see those old pictures of like Anton LaVey and, and, and Michael Aquino and they got the they got the really creepy haircuts and the and they all this cliche stuff that they look just where they look like just evil Satanists. I mean it's almost like they're trying to look that way. It's all it, it reminds me of this when I see pictures of these guys. So it's like they're just trying to look as evil as possible. I, I guess they can't help it. I guess they wear like a badge of honor. So anyway, I put a picture of this guy in here for you, for your for your listening, for your viewing pleasure in the PDF. And it starts out by saying a Muslim prayer was recited at the start of the second day of the White House summit on countering violent extremism. Uh, it, it would be this would be like having a uh, a Ted Bundy home for battered women. Okay, the mass murder that killed all the women. You know, be like having a Ted Bundy home for for battered women. It's, it's kind of like letting this Muslim open with prayer on on the uh, on the violent the, the countering violent extremism I mean he's the he's the source of the problem okay this guy him and all his devil ilk and they have the audacity to let this devil open up with prayer with to the exclusion especially of Christianity and all other faiths on the planet not to say all the other faiths are good I'm just saying. But see, when you have a Muslim president like we have, who was raised a Muslim, admittedly, who is the farthest thing from a Christian that you could possibly get, remember, by their fruit you shall know them, it shouldn't make, you know, it, it shouldn't surprise you that he would do everything in the world to bend over backwards, to, to um, advance the agenda of Islam in this country. So that it is destroyed from within. And this is just one of the many ways he's destroying this country from within. No other religious text was presented during the portion of this event that was open to the press. Imam Sheikh Saeed Musi Robel, president of the World Peace Organization. Oh, doesn't that sound nice? Of Minneapolis, Minnesota, recited a verse from the Quran following remarks by the Obama administration officials and the Democratic members of Congress. And then he goes on to say, this, this imam, mosques serve as a beacon of hope. Oh, don't they though? Don't they? You know what? Truer words have never been spoken. Where do I get, where do I get my card-carrying Muslim card from? Come on, let's all weigh jihad. Come on, let's, let's get off our high horses, Christians. Because mosques serve as a beacon of hope. They really do. Yeah, the, the fruit, the, 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 the fruit it bears. Hacking off the heads, burning people alive, gently mutilating your little girls. You, you got the, uh, a whole bunch of uh, Muslims over there that like to rape little boys for fun over in Afghanistan. I mean, it, it really bears some amazing fruit. Then you got your leader, the guy that you follow, Muhammad, who was a pedophile, that took his first wife at the age of six named Aisha. 
consummated the marriage at the age of nine, supposedly, but that's that's also probably a total lie because they got they got they got workarounds for that. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the kind of guy I want to follow. You know, that's the kind of guy. So mosques serve as a beacon of hope, while imams provide the moral compass for the Muslim community in navigating life. End of quote. The moral compass. There is nothing moral about your death devil death cult. Nothing. Everything is corrupt within it. It is evil to the core. It is the most, there is so much hypocrisy in that black death cult. It just defies the imagination. Hypocrisy is the main banner that should go over that death cult. Because they feign like they're righteous, like they're so much better, like the infidels are unclean and this and that, while they wallow in their own filth and evil. But that's okay, because they're Muslims, and they can get away with it. And don't you dare say anything against it, because it's not politically correct, infidel. I can't even hardly stand to look at this guy, he's so evil looking. But that's the thing. They all have that same that same look. That that just pure evil from the pit of hell look. You know, like like a demon in the flesh. You know, if you want to see a demon in the flesh, just look at a whole bunch of these imams. You got that. They they really have that. that you know, it's like the, the polar opposite of the love of Christ as you could ever get. You know, they got that look about them. Anyway, next report: Obama letting ISIS in. So now Obama's letting ISIS into. Of course, we've already got a ton of Muslim sleeper cells, as I've documented in the past, that are all waiting to go get the green light to, you know, in America. But now they got, they're going to let a whole bunch more in before that it goes down. They, they want to make sure that they've got all their, their satanic troops pre-positioned. They've got all of the illegal aliens that they're going to use to come after Americans. Not all of them will, but I'm saying they're, they're using that. The Chinese, we're going to talk about that at length today. The Russian troops, the Muslims, okay. Then you got the black on white um, race wars that they're trying to foment. They're, so you try, they're trying to create that. Um, and then their own, the wicked faction of our own military. So they're going to try to have all of these different fronts on the ready that when this thing goes hot, they're going to have all these devils pre-positioned ahead of time. So they're going to literally be working in concert together, these different factions, in order to um, absolutely annihilate freedom-loving, patriotic, constitution-loving, Bible-loving, pro-life, anti-homosexual, pro-Second Amendment Americans. They're, they're, that's what they're going to be after. They're the, they're the real enemy. They're the real enemy. You know, top U.S. counterterrorism officials say they worry potential terrorists could be hiding among refugees who are looking to come to the United States after escaping the war in Syria. It's clearly a population of concern. The director of National Counterterrorism Center, Nicholas Rasmussen, told House Homeland Security Committee on Wednesday. Committee Chairman Mike McCall, Republican of Texas, went further, saying it would be a huge mistake to bring refugees from the conflict to the U.S., but guess what? That's what they're doing. 
Just like we trained these moderate Syrian rebels and they all ended up going to ISIS. Well, we're now we're going to be bringing them in, you know, lock, stock, and barrel into the United States so that they can, you know, do the maximum amount of damage on American soil. Next report, and I'm just going to give you the title, Obama administration to quadruple the admission of Syrian refugees in the United States. Just like he's opened up the border and is going gonzo right now because they shut off his whatever with the amnesty. Of course, that'll just be temporary probably. Um, how he's done everything he can do to open up the borders. Well, he's doing the same thing now for the most radical and guaranteed they're going to they're going to because we're funding them because we're behind all of this this government well guaranteed they're going to be bringing in the most radical elements oh sure they'll appear like little red riding hood probably going through the whatever processing centers but you know they got to preposition as many satanic troops here as they can ahead of time and this has been an ongoing process it's been years in the making but they're really really ramping it up now the program is actually called a backdoor for jihadists. A senior FBI official has admitted the United States is finding it virtually impossible to screen out the terrorists that could be hiding among the thousands of Syrian um, <clears throat> refugees heading soon to American cities. The U.S. simply does not have the resources to stop the Islamic radicals in Syria from slipping into the country through the State Department's refugee resettlement program. I, I believe you know that Japan doesn't allow any Muslims to come into their country. You can't go there. That's exactly what we should have. No Muslims in the country. None. Stealth Jihad. Trojan horse. None. These people, if they're being good Muslims, are bent on the destruction of the infidel. The great Satan, America and Israel, the littler Satan, as they would refer to them as. They shouldn't be allowed here, okay? When you have a religion with that kind of ideology that is bent on death and destruction of your of the infidels, of non-believers of Islam, you should not be able to enter into a country. You stay where you're at. You don't come to our country, period. I, it's really good for them that I'm not president because they would all be gone. I mean, I don't mean to kill them. I mean, I'd get them out of here. You know? But, again, this is all being done by design for when they finally flip the switch. And it's probably going to be in conjunction with a whole bunch of other fun stuff happening, like the collapse of the dollar and maybe some type of mass pandemic where they're going to initiate forced vaccinations and who knows? Islamic terror cells are going to go hot. Oh, I can't even imagine. And again, that's why I wanted to do that Bible study today beforehand because it's really easy to get your eyes off Jesus Christ with all of these horrific current events that we go over. But it's, it's, it's you know, the Bible says, Under the covert of thy wings will I make my refuge till these calamities be overpassed. Like the wings of God, like, like he covers you and shields you. That's where we need to be centered on, you know, because this is just, this is insane. What they have planned. What they're doing in the Middle East, they want to bring that to America. They want to bring it to America, and I, I really believe, and go far, far further than they ever have in any other country. They have more of an axe to grind with us than anyone else, essentially. 
So, um, it's it's some seriously seriously dark days ahead, uh, and it's it's really a matter of time. It's really just at this point a matter of time the way it's going. Um, this guy from the FBI says the U.S. simply does not have the resources to stop Islamic radicals in Syria from slipping into the country through the State Department's refugee resettlement program. Um, and then there's another report you can click on. It's called Retired Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel Obama is Arming ISIS to Fight ISIS. Again, that's another confirmation that he's doing this. So that I'm not just making this stuff up here. And I've went over this many, many times, proven in a lot of different ways. Next report, Obama to give Islamic jihadists the ability to order airstrikes despite the group's admitted allegiance to the Islamic State. So see, Obama's just, he is a Muslim, and he is just absolutely out of his mind. And he's gotten away with all of this. He's drunk with his own power, and as a result, he's just getting more, it's like he's doubling down. He's just getting more emboldened as he goes along. He, he's an absolute total madman. The, the next report, ISIS beheads 21 Coptic Christians in Libya. And this is the, the video I told you about. A message signed with blood to the nation of the cross. And I mean, this thing is like a Hollywood production. I do think it's been modified. Uh, I do. Even the people that said it was modified, when when they're when they're marching these guys down the beach, the Islamists that are doing it look like they're seven feet tall. They look like they're a good more than a head taller than the guys they're marching out. And I think they're doing that so that the big bad ISIS whatever look like we're we're just gigantic giants that are marching these guys down the beach and, and you're nothing compared as, a, as an intimidation factor. But the fact remains is that these guys did get killed. Okay, Whether it's green screened or not, they've, they've verified they're dead. Okay, And that, that that event actually did happen. But the thing looks like a Hollywood production. Okay, Even the sign that I'm looking at, a, a message signed with blood to the nation of the cross. What does that mean? Christianity. This is, a, this is their message to us, okay? This is what I got so mad and came unglued about when I watched, you know, I got like two frames into it where it fast forwarded, where they started basically cutting their throats so that their, I imagine they kept cutting so their heads were all cut off as these guys were confessing Jesus Christ as they were doing it. I mean, God bless them, these Coptic Christians. They're as brave as anybody I've ever seen. ISIS today sent out a coming soon, quote, coming soon documentary titled, Warning, Message Signed in Blood, Coming Soon to the Nation of the Cross. What's the nation of the cross? Well, that would be America, okay? Because this is where Christianity was first mainly propagated from. Now, I, I understand you could go back and say, well, it was in Jerusalem. Where, no, I, I meant that... If you look at the amount of missionaries America sent out and the amount of Bibles and the gospel and church planning that's been done on planet Earth, you, you, no, no country, no nation compares to America what they've done, particularly in times past. So this is who they're, this is in reference to. And they're doing this with, um, they're, uh, they're on a beachfront in Tripoli, Libya with their backs to the sea. Well, their backs are to, um, the Atlantic Ocean. Okay, I'm sorry. Their backs were, uh, okay, to the Mediterranean Sea. 
okay? Which would be more like, I guess they're coming to Europe next. But again, the nation of the cross, you couldn't, that's not Europe, okay? That's not, that's not who they're in reference to. The nation of the cross would be America. But the, their backs were to Europe, so maybe that's their next stepping stone to get to Europe, I guess is the point here. Okay, so anyway, I, I wanted just to clarify that. I don't want to try to be accurate with what we're reporting here. Um, it will be, as ISIS promised, showing a wave of Christian blood, which it has spilt. Um, this document is quite horrible. I, I don't recommend you watch it. Um, I don't see any need for it. Um, but, you know, it's out there. As a sequel to the burning alive of the Jordanian POW pilot, ISIS decided to behead 21 Coptic Christians on a beachfront in Tripoli, Libya, as their magazine Dabiq said that its branch in Tripoli had captured randomly 21 Coptic Christians from an apartment complex. After checking their identification cards, which said Coptic Christians, um, and then they executed them later. So they were just captured randomly. It wasn't like, you know, they had some axe to grind with these people personally. No, no. Just capture them randomly and kill them all. The undated photos show the captive Coptic Christians wearing orange jumpsuits, usually donned by Islamic State prisoners before they're executed by the jihadists. ISIS declared in its magazine that every Muslim must kill Coptic Christians wherever they are found. Um, it said this, here's a quote from it. Uh, their magazine, and thus the Islamic State strikes terror into the hearts of the cops. Um, after it strikes terror into the hearts of their Catholic allies, before. Finally, it is important for Muslims everywhere to know that in the great reward to be found on Judgment Day, their only reward is hellfire, and then the lake of fire. That's their great reward. That they're so try. They're just making it worse. They're just going to suffer in hell worse because of what they're doing. But to know that in the great reward to be found on Judgment Day, for those who spill the blood of these Coptic Crusaders, wherever they may be found, but they'll, you know, they'll, they'll be a great reward according to them, these devils. These are just some headlines from just this week. Okay, I already put this out in the newsletter, but I'm just going just to add to what we're doing. These are just bullet point headlines. Islamic State militants burn to death 45 in Iraq. This is a whole other event. They just burned to death 45 people. Prisoners, and here next one, prisoners paraded in cages to be burned alive. Uh, next one, ISIS targets Christians. There's more proof of that. Next report, video from Islamic terror group shows apparent mass killings. Uh, these are all different. These aren't the same. Next one, gang of Muslims uh, beat and stone a young Danish girl and her dog in Denmark. I watched that. They, they, she was doing nothing, and they just started to kick her dog and, and beat her up and, and throw her in the lake. And she probably just got out of there with her life, barely. And that was just going on in Denmark. Okay? Just no, no, no reason. Just, you know, they just don't like you, you know? Um, next one, BB tells, Netanyahu tells Jews to flee Europe. That's what they're saying. And this is just like the Holocaust. You know, right prior to Hitler... You know, the, the, a lot of those Jews, I guarantee you, you know, the six million, I mean, who knows if that's an actor body count, I bet you they would have really tr made a much better effort to get out of there ahead of time. Well, that's what Netanyahu's telling them to get out of Europe because that's the next, um, it, it appears that that might be the next area where they really want to strike. But then again, I know they want America really bad, probably way worse, uh, 
Next report, Hamas and Sharia have taken over UC Davis in, in America, the college. Uh, student senator talks about this. So they're starting to take over some college campuses. Uh, also, um, this was at a Florida church. Vandals set fire and write Allah Akbar uh, on a building nearby after they set fire to the church. So this is this is going on in America now. Okay, Michigan man, Islamic Michigan man stabs two after confirming they were not Muslim. So just random stabbies goes up to two people and says, "Are you Muslim?" And they're like, "No." So so he stabs them both, um, just because they're not Muslim. Because that's such a such a peaceful, wonderful religion. And then next report: British artists, hypocritical devils, boycott Israel as one million British girls are raped by Muslim gangs. I've talked about a lot about that. How they rape, they go after particularly the um, the uh, white Caucasian girls, and and they want to make them suffer the most. And um, uh, they they rape one million, but the British artists are going to boycott Israel because see Israel's the source of all evil, and and it's it's Islam that's really the true religion of peace, and they're the ones that that deserve deserve a pass, and and uh, they're they're puritanical and wonderful. And I'm not saying Israel's perfect, but you know this is just insanity what we're dealing with here, the hypocrisy. And then Hillsong United, the uh, quote Christian uh, music. Company says uh, leader Brian Houston is now promoting Chrislam, which is the melding of Christianity and Islam. He's promoting that now. So he's good old Brian Houston, hellbound, hellbound Brian, they call him. Um, he's uh, hellbound Houston, or I don't know. I was trying to think of a nickname for him, but he's, uh, yeah, he's promoting Chrislam because obviously he can see the wonderful fruit all around him and, and, and his wonderful discernment that Satan gave him. He's going to promote some Chrislam. So let's go ahead. Uh, let me see here. Go ahead and probably stop here. Okay, we, we got into one aspect. We mainly covered Islam in this particular teaching. I'm going to go ahead and stop this part. And we're going to switch gears again, and we're going to now look at the next, or one of the next phases of how um, the Obama administration, how this government is is attempting to destroy America from within, and um, it's it's coming on every front at, at such a breakneck pressure and speed, like I've never seen. I'm doing everything I can do to fight this stuff, um, and, and you know pray against it. And this is why I put these out is, is so that we pray against it, we educate other people, we we. Um, you know, get people understanding what's really going on because, again, dark days ahead and um, uh, just trying to, 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 to shout fire, fire as the building is on fire so the people, hopefully some can get out and, and, and get their eyes open to this. So we'll see you in part three and God bless you.